That's the sound of the triumphant seven-in-a-row W. It's a win streak horn. I'm your host, Chris Wilde. Welcome to ClipCast with me from downtown beautiful Burbank. His home studio, it's the one, it's the only, it's Henry Dittman, everybody, a.k.a. Burbank Hank. Oh, Chris, I owe you an, I think I owe you an apology. Yes, I am so sorry that you didn't do it earlier. I owe you an apology for apparently not being Uh Brian Seaman, who on Twitter on Uh Sunday, you proclaimed you would like to be working with, not not your (laughs) broadcast partner, Burbank Hank. And I am chuffed. I'm chuffed. Okay, so, all right, so let's get into that before we get into the topic at hand. The Clippers drinking game. The definitive Clippers drinking game. First, I want to play the Clippers broadcasters hurt feelings game starring Burbank Hank. How dare you, sir? So I tweeted out a poll. I was very curious because today's game, yesterday's game, what have you, Sunday's day game, Mm. was Brian Seaman and the great Mike Fratello, a.k.a. the Czar, who I love. I I prefer him to Jim Jackson, who's the new guy this year. Who, as I told you on this show, according to my wife, who watches all these sports talk shows, would last season go on and, quote, mad dog the clips, end quote, according to wifey, okay? I don't know what that means, but it sounds unkind. It was a bad thing. It's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. Okay. So I was curious because I think it was Friday night's game. Jim Jackson and Brian Seaman were literally killing me. Like, they were fantastic and making me laugh, and it was a wonderful broadcast. And then Fratello was on, and I love him. So I personally prefer Fratello, but I wanted to know what Clipper Nation thought, and I said, who do you locals and league passers prefer, Seaman and Fratello or Seaman and Jackson? So that's what I put out there. Uh Uh-huh. Someone replied, Maggetti, and I said, yes, Maggetti. Oh, my day. gosh. Of course. Of course. And Former if I had Clipper. put Maggetti yes. in the poll, it would have been 100% Oh, my gosh. Was Mike, was, Mike Fratello, to zero to zero. was Mike Fratello a Clipper great? Did he play for the Clippers? I mean, maybe for the Buffalo Braves. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> in no, short Mag- shorts Maggetti's, and a button down. Maggetti's the, <laughs> no, no brainer. We love Maggetti. You're not ready for Corey Maggetti. He goes together with the Clippers like some meatballs, like meatballs and spaghetti. and spaghetti, yeah. As the so, route goes. Back in the day, NBA uniforms required uniforms were short shorts and button down short sleeve <laughs> dress shirts. And isn't sweater vests. And dress shoes. And, and, sweater, <laughs> and sweater vests. And back then, hey, penny loafers. And now that, so, and, that was, yes, and sock garters. Yes. And, that's so when, and a blazer. And Ralph Lawler was calling the games back in Buffalo when Mike Fratello was the starting. Back then, they called it the hay guard. Yeah, and you carry, yes, and you carried, a, you had to carry a briefcase. Right. Filled and you with had to hay. put it down for your free throws. <laughs> and you have to guard the hay in your briefcase, okay? So, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so I said that on Twitter. And honestly, Jim Jackson got the majority of the votes. Fratello got a bunch of votes. And so I don't know what somebody replied to. Oh, so someone said, I don't prefer either. I don't think they've found the right guy. So as at LA Clipcast, I replied, Agreed, it should be semen plus wild, no brainer, or something along yeah, those well, lines. Yeah, well, it should have been semen plus wild plus Burbank Hank. Well, yeah, look, but it's I, only 140 characters, I guess. Well, it's <laughs> it. There's the play-by-play guy, Brian Seaman, best in the business. We can best agree on the, that. Oh my gosh, best in the business. Then, as you know, I am quite colorful, so I would provide color commentary, 
And then you would be, like I said, Hankina Pink. I'll take that. And you Christina would go Pink's on great. the sidelines and you'd wear a form-fitting dress that Ooh, was sparkly. Okay. I do have nice shoulders. And you would interview the players and the coaches, et cetera. You'd walk around. You'd be like the Craig Sager, if you will. Oh, now that I like. Rest in peace. I like that. You know I like that. I lo- oh, you know another, another great. Sager. Another, and by the way, a, a great member of Clipper Nation passed away. So rest in peace to Larry King. Yes. Was a guest was a guest on uh, Clipcast many many moons ago, not that long ago, I guess. And you know he's from Brooklyn and transplanted to L.A. He's a very famous Brooklyn nay L.A. Dodgers fan. But what a lot of people didn't know was that when he and his then I guess teenage boys moved to Los Angeles, the, him and the kids preferred the Clippers. And he said, "I'm not a bandwagon guy. I you know if you if you grew up rooting for the Brooklyn Dodgers in a New York Yankees town, you didn't pick." You know, the bandwagon. So he and his family love the Clippers. So our hearts and prayers go out to you, Larry King, and your family. We're so yes. sad to see you go, So pal. sad, yeah. And then thank you, Miriam Swanson, for um, talking about Clipcast in the OC Register. That was pretty exciting. She's great. Oh, she's a pro, and that was a very nice shout-out. She's Absolutely. my favorite member of the press corps. Take that, Farbod. If you listened, you would know that you're not my favorite. It's oh Miriam. Oh, my Chris, It's Miriam. Shot, if, shots are fired, if shots are fired and the target doesn't hear them or see them or receive them, were they ever fired at all? I guess that's the question. I don't know. We'll never know because Farbot is maybe my second favorite. Maybe. But Miriam Swanson and her frozen dinners are my favorite, and I love her. And I like her as well. So, can, all right, I, can so, I tell you? Can I tell you what we'll never know? What it's what, like? What's that? What it's, what's like, it's like to, to lose? What it's like to trail in a game versus the Oklahoma City Thunder over the last three days? Holy wow, man! Oh, we yeah, we came out the gate fresh and hot out the gate, and we just never two took in a our, row versus took our foot off the jerks. gas two in a row and three and zero oh, since we talked to you last. Oh, clip clipcast loyal listeners. Oh, you God bless you. Oh, you Clippers Nation, how we've missed you. And man, oh, have so you long. had just been enjoying yourself? That's just, great. Just having a good time watching Clippers victories after Clippers victories. I don't, I, I don't see us losing again for the rest of the season. I kind of see us winning out and getting that uh, coveted sixty-eight and four record that I predicted so many years ago. Well, we're hot, and you know the the Lakers are hot as well. They have the exact same record that we have, and uh, but we had I a believe- very different. We had a very the difficult last time front, I loaded, looked. front load of the season. The first 10 games for us were brutal, plus a new coach, plus everything else. So, you yeah. know, I think we're, we look nice. We look we nice. We look great. I, I think the last time I looked, uh, don't quote me, the Utah Jazz had a one-game higher winning streak than us. I don't know if that's still active. So Utah is in the rear view. The L word is tied for us. What's funny is if you look like in the L.A. If you go to the L.A. Times, which is so lake uh, lakeified, it's so lake-centric. Sure. They'll literally list in the standings, even though we're tied, they'll put the L word ahead of us. <laughs> but if you go to ESPN.com slash NBA slash standings, we're atop. Not only atop the West, mind you, we're the best team in the NBA right now, record-wise. Yeah, man, we look nice. And, and listen, coming into today, uh, yesterday's game, I guess by the time you're listening to this, uh, oh, I had uh, the one question that I had, because obviously the first game versus OKC, we weren't shooting great from three. Um, it wasn't exactly ice cold, but we weren't shooting great. We uh, shot question, horribly from three yesterday. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's the problem. Coming into the game, yeah. I was hoping we'd shoot a little better, and we didn't. And the question was going to be, could we still be as dominant without that three? Because when we get hot from three, it's pretty amazing. We weren't going to have Mark, yeah, did not have Marcus Morris due to illness, which of course is like a red flag and a red light and a red tag and all the red things. Whenever you see a player has illness, because you start to worry, is it COVID? 
no you start right, to worry, right. what is it's it? It's not, though. It's not. Uh, it's right. not. It is not, is what we understand. Um, but I but I want to also clear up for you that we were obviously going for the seven-game win streak, which we did get tonight. Oh, Do you know beautiful. what? You know, I started doing a little bit of mathematics. Go and on. I'm not a mathematician, but I did my mathematics and Neither found out Seaman. that seven games in a row win, that's se- that's already 40. We- this win streak is 40% of our season so far. Like this oh, seven dear. games represents 40% of our season. Wow. It's not a small thing this early in the season to have put together seven wins in a row. Excellent. So, that's not a small thing. So it was already exciting to see seven games, and I was like, "Wow, why are we feel so excited about this?" It's because it's freaking early, and we're <laughs> and we were supposed to be terrible for fifteen games. So excuse the French, excuse my my uh, wow. F bomb. Well, know. French in honor of Nicholas Batum, who's a new dad, just brought a baby bouncing baby girl into His the second. world on That's Friday right. morning. Yeah, and then that night goes perfect from beyond the three in honor of his beautiful baby daughter. Uh, and goes four for four from three point land, which is pretty rad. Yeah, don't you wonder in those moments, right? Like you, it's very often you see a player have an, an incredible game. For example, if they have a a father passes away, as a narrative I've seen multiple times with players, or like they have wow, a that child. Got dark. Oh no, not I don't think so. I mean, like you're inspired, and your dad brought you. Well, up I was talking about a baby and, baby girl being born. All of a yeah. sudden, you're talking about dead dads. No, I'm not. I'm talking about milestones, and I'm saying like, uh, here we are on the other side of that. Like this guy has a daughter, and he still wants to play, and he had a great game the day that his daughter was born. I think it's fun Beautiful. when you see that extra motivator to kind of Absolutely. put somebody in the zone. Uh, and we we did what uh, you know we did it today. Hey, can we <laughs> can we now? Can we now no longer experience what the very funny Paul Shear describes as hashtag afternoon game anxiety? Can we well, kind of put that to bed now? Wasn't that the other question, right? Because we have not historically done great in day games because Just no one. one historically does. No, historically, right. the Clippers de- not don't play great in the day. Sure, but th- uh, but this season we only had the one horrible "thou shalt not be mentioned" day game. Yeah, and, then every, and ev- every other home day game we won. Yeah, and then also this was speaking of Brian Seaman, the great Brian Seaman, who we love. Shout out to Brian Seaman. Uh, Hello, he nasty. Out, he he pointed out also <laughs> leather larceny. He also pointed out <laughs> this is my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Uh, he also pointed out during this game that after that loss in. The Bay Area, they had a yeah. player. They had a players-only meeting, and it was not a knockdown dragout. It was just a conversation, and they have not lost a game since then. Oh no! Oh no! You're singing. Whenever you sing, they you mean business. They haven't lost a game. They yeah, haven't lost. Last last they episode, you sang about Kawhi Leonard, and you meant business, <laughs> Mister. I'm um, just having the time of my life watching these Clippers win games, and man, we we also got we also won this game. Uh. Just handily, we just oh, yeah. like we may, there may have been times where we didn't have we didn't have exactly weren't having momentum. We didn't do the Chris Wild um, mathematical formula of six guys in double digits. We had five no, we guys didn't. in double digits, but Kawhi, Kawhi really Leonard put his cape 30, on. But Kawhi Leonard got thirty four points. Yeah, he and he st- was no turnovers. I believe his line was thirty eight. Did you say thirty eight points, sir? Thirty four. Excuse 34 me, 34, points. 8, and 8, I believe. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe he was 34, 8, and 8 with zero turnovers. I'm not sure if that's correct, but I think uh, he had that, 8 rebounds and 8 assists as well. And, and look, we weren't shooting perfectly from 3 by any means. We shot 30% on the game, but there was a point where we shot like, <laughs> we're shooting like 20%. 
Twenty <laughs> percent. I'm looking for my notes oh, now. Oh, yeah, dude. We, we were, four minutes we left. Shot in the horribly, and we still were up thirty-six to nineteen after the first quarter, and we shot horribly in the first half. And then you know we lost the second quarter. Lost, quote unquote. But I don't think it was like twenty-four twenty. We only we were like minus four in the second quarter, but we basically doubled them up. What was crazy is. We beat them 36-18 Friday night in the first quarter, and then we beat them 36-19 on Sunday. So hats off to OKC's coach, Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, for making that adjustment <laughs> and getting them that one extra point, the bum. My well, listen, least now, favorite listen. Avenger. Now, in the half, in the first half, yeah. we only shot 27% from three. But here's Crazy. what saved us. Here's what saved us. Ka- Kawhi, yeah. Um, OKC only shot 15% from three. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're bums. I, I hate that. I I don't like that. I don't like. I mean, I did a whole clipcast solo years ago about how I hate the Thunder, because they left Seattle, a great city, and then went to OKC and really have never been bad. And so, like, I get if you're from OKC to be a fan of this new exciting franchise that had maybe one or two kind of wonky seasons, but they've only been there for like eight or nine years. I'm just guessing, and. They've been very good every single year, and and it's just such a front runnery thing to like OKC if you're from outside of OKC. So if you're one of the 35 people who live in the Oklahoma City metropolitan area, by all means, root for the Thunder. But if you live anywhere outside of OKC and, and you root for the Thunder, you're a world class jerk in my. Whoa! Book. Wow! Okay. Yeah, you heard. Okay, it here you first have always felt. Second. You have always been very. I I think from going to games. Um, I recall this now. You've been very critical of, are you even from Oklahoma City? Yes, yes. I, I'm with that. I'm with that. Because nobody that I know, and I've, I got some good friends who are Supersonics, former Supersonics fans, who when the Supersonics... Supersonics. When they... When they went to Oklahoma City, these dudes, I was like, so are you going to root for the Sonics? And they're like, no, we're going to quit watching NBA basketball. And <laughs> they did. That is so Seattle. They and our former did. season ticket neighbor, Mark <gasps> Lanigan of the band Screaming Trees, was a Seattle rocker, good friend of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And when they moved out of Seattle, the very next season he became a Clippers season ticket holder. And then would see us from a distance on the Jumbotron. And then when we moved to be his neighbors, he was like, not those guys but then he learned to love us i'd like to, to do some oh, is that true in-game... is that true he wasn't glad yeah to be sean next... <laughs> wheeler uh from throw rag uh told me that um, oh, well we, i'd we like to do some over. in-show corrections if i will okay Ooh. so Kawhi leonard was 34 points nine rebounds eight assists oh yeah 34 nine yeah. and eight zero turnovers and i said it was 24 20 in the second quarter we were minus four it was actually 26 six. 20 we were minus six yeah, i didn't want to we had you. such a we had such that plus 17 first quarter cushion it just don't know a month Kawhi leonard nearly messed around and got a triple double that's the truth mm-hmm. I, you know i started there was another question i had early because his cape on Early on, Kawhi went one for three from three, and he's so well-known for his mid-range shot. And I started thinking, like, man, what would happen if Kawhi got, you know, as he gets older, a lot of guys, as they get older, they start adding the long ball. And I started thinking, like, what happens if Kawhi Leonard starts really being amazing from three? And so I started looking around, and it turns out he's like a career .3853 shooter. Pretty good. And this season he's 0.41. And that's very good. This but it's very good. And do you know what Steph Curry is on his career? What's that? Like 0.43. 
There you go. That's like, the best po- like three-point point, shooter point, of all time. I mean, point four one is really good, and point three eight five is not that far behind Reggie Miller as a three-point percentage. Does that surprise you? This is an audio show. I don't know if you can hear this, but this is me. Oh, I'll just try to open this beer here. And Does that? My beer oh, is Lord. Open. You didn't, can't wait to work. I want to get to the Clippers drinking game. Can, but I mean, but come wait, on. but no, come listen, on, does that surpri- does it surprise you that Kawhi is that good from three? I always think of him as a guy that has a he, mid-range game. He's the king of the mid-range, but no, it does not surprise me that he's Man. that good from three because he's just such a phenomenal basketball player. And and hats off to Kawhi, who is looking at Paul George having a career season and responding. And so knowing yeah, that, well, I'm not gr- just going to. He was great today. He was great today. There was one right moment. On PG's at the, coattails. At the no, end, not, no, not me. At the end of the first quarter, there was this half court pass. Like literally, Zoo crossed the half court line. Oh, I love that. Yes. Fired yes, it dunk. to Kawhi oh. for the baseline oh, so dunk. Good, so good. And then you start to go, man, you think of Kawhi. Also, Kawhi, he, he's just so smooth that he doesn't oh. seem like a rim shaking, rattling, aggressive player, but he is. It's just that he's so he is. smooth. Then there was He's, a moment. There was a like I, I it, it it was such a huge game for Kawhi. There was a moment like Kennard sh- shot a pass in the second quarter out to Kawhi, and he yeah. drained a three with a hand in his face in a way I've almost never seen a hand in a face. Like he was across the corner, and you could not see Kawhi's face because right. it was all hand, and he drained hand. this drained three. It. And then in the third, uh huh. Because of course Pat Beverly didn't come back into the game. No, he didn't. Right. No, so this is so, this is something we're going to be watching Pat Beverly, one. and also Paul George with with hamstring st- um, tightness at the end of the game did not finish the game. So you got to watch these two guys. But yeah, Re- Reggie Reggie Jackson came in. Right? Oh, so good. And so we good. talked about him last game. Like this is a guy who basically got told you're going to be riding the pine, and then when he got put in the game, he played great. He fire. came in on fire. He drained his first shot. He drained Fuego. his second shot for five points, getting fast right away. Then he was three of four, two of three from three. And then Ooh. there was this little exchange back and forth where literally as Oklahoma City kept surging, Kawhi oh, Leonard and Reggie were a two-man show. <laughs> like Reggie yeah. Reggie breaks up a pass on one end. Right. And then Kawhi rebounds the next shot throws it Talk down to, to Reggie for a floater, floater, then that's Reggie Jackson for 10 points. They literally are the ones, including the Kawhi Leonard buzzer beater, to put us oh, up 12 so points when at one point we were only up five. Reggie yeah. and Kawhi Leonard got it done. So maybe that little talking to is exactly what Reggie needed. I don't know. Yeah, the Thunder did try to make it a game. God bless them. And, you know, Serge Ibaka, you, you think of him as a Toronto Raptor because he won the ring there with Kawhi Leonard, his best pal. But let's not forget that Serge Ibaka, I believe, was drafted by the OKC Thunder and had a lot of years there. A lot of years in OKC, Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot. But, you know, the, the one thing about this game for us to watch, mm-hmm. um, the one thing for us to watch is that they doubled us up on offensive rebounds. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it finished there. That's what I wrote in the fourth quarter. I'd have to go back now and look at the box score and see if that's OKC's really OKC's lousy, man. They kept turning the ball over. They're a bunch of jerks. They're a bunch of bums. Well... Fair enough. Oh, there we had, no, it. we ended. I, I take that back. We ended up uh, bridging the gap a little bit. They only beat. They only uh, beat us by fifty percent on the offensive rebound. But you know, we we got to stay strong on the boards. Are right, we got bigs? We got strong bigs. We got smart bigs. We got to make sure we're getting those offensive rebounds. But man, it's great to watch us win three in a row, seven uh, in a row, and as a, uh, and seven in a row, three in a row since our last podcast. But I think you're right. Now I'm going to make my. Hold on. There's my beer opening up. 
good, Hank. You know, I don't really, I don't usually drink. I don't usually drink on the cast, but we're doing the Clipper Clipcast drinking game tonight. Well, we're this was a request rules. from the great Justin Lerner, not to be confused with Justin Turner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, not to be confused with world champion Justin Turner, but Justin Lerner, who is a great, very funny, funny guy, and you should follow him on Twitter at Justin Lerner. He requested. Another drunk clipcast, please. There was one clipcast that was so electric and tipsy that we actually had to delete it off the record. <laughs> it was taken off the annals before you got here, Hank, and oh. it got real ugly because, because we did real have real fast. My first Christmas clipcast. So this was two seasons ago. Yes. Um, I want to say it was our Christmas special. Yep. Uh, I we ended up watching the game from the seats. And did mm-hmm. not even bring our press credentials credentials into the game because we, we got after it because we knew we were going to be drinking. Getting and after then it, we yep. went and did the the podcast in your car. And about halfway yep. through, I said we took a break for commercial. And I said, "Man, I'm I think I'm really drunk. Do you think I sound all right?" And you're like, "You're fine. You're fine." And then I listened the next day, and I I was not fine. <laughs> it, was, it was like a it was like a Rat Pack show. It was like, oh, hey, hey I got. I'm like, We're just trying to have a little fun, folks. So now I, tr- I really do not drink before the, we do the broadcast, and I don't drink during, but we're doing the drinking game. So let's do the drinking we're game. We're playing the Clippers drinking game, and so this is, okay, this is this is the Clippers drinking game. Hank and I have been longtime fans of the Clippers. We have been watching basically every home game, if not every game, for the past 20-plus seasons now, spanning two decades of excellence and decadence. So if anybody can give you the definitive rules of the Clippers drinking game, it is him, it is me, it is us. I'm just curious, how many rules are you bringing to the game today? I want to know before we elucidate, I believe is a word, on what our rules are because I know we're going to have – Doubles. I know because you didn't tell me your rules and I didn't no, tell you no. my rules. We're, there's a blind reveal. And how many? So how many rules did you come with today? Uh, I'm just looking at my list and I think I, I don't know how many of them are duplicates because I sort of was r- rifling them off while I watched the game. But I got about ish 40. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One for each no, ounce. I probably have about ten. I probably have about ten. I probably okay, have I have 10. nine. Okay. I have nine, and and so my first rule I didn't even I didn't even list, so that I guess I could call it ten. Now I'm gonna and I want you to know if you hear click clacking, it's because I'm gonna keep the list. I'm gonna okay, keep the, great. I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna make this a list. This is a thing, and I'm into it. This is a thing, and we're gonna put it on Instagram. We'll put it on Twitter, and so you can you can play along at home. Fun. Please uh, be 21 or over, or have cool parents when you play the Clippers <laughs> drinking game. So <laughs> I'm just, hey I, hey I, I I let all the kids drink over here. I'm just glad they're not driving. <laughs> I mean, my kids. Okay, Everyone else's cool kids dad. are driving. You will not be a cool dad at all. When Hannah and Bo come, like, hey, Dad, can we have some beers? You're like, no, we're my dad body. Oh, that's not true. I can't wait to get my kids alcohol. It's going to be great. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so, all right, so I actually have ten rules. And my first rule, by the way, is and this is not. This is a rule of the Clippers drinking game: is you must watch Prime Ticket or Fox Sports West. It has to be a Brian Seaman called game. Agreed. Yeah, oh, yes, I can get behind that. Yes, okay, it's got to so be Brian Seaman. Okay, so that's rule number one that's rule to the Clippers one, drinking game. Must be called by Brian Seaman or, must be his called re- by... or his replacement. Sure, if he has an off day for some reason and they call, they go to the, they go and bring in uh, Chris Wilde and Hankina Pink. <laughs> you son of a gun. <laughs> All right, you so. son of a gun. 
Let's go to so that was my first rule. Let's hear your first rule. Uh, my the first Clippers rule is drinking game. My first rule is related. You have to drink every time the clips are ahead, but the guest commentator is on the losing team's jock. Here's an example. <laughs> here's every an time ex- Mike Smith. Here's an example. <laughs> called a game. <laughs> here's an example, Mike Fratello. Hey, Uh-oh. instead of talking about how the Thunder are playing so hard and they always just hang around despite their six and nine, six to nine record, how about talk about how great the play- Clippers are playing? Like we have, but on T, but I, I will tell you, this happens a lot less on Brian Seaman called games. But if you watch TNT, the oh entire God, game, the Clippers well, can constant. be crushing whoever it is, and it's like, man, the one thing you got to notice about this scrub team that's getting their butts beat right, is right. that they're also on the court. So that's my Absolutely. other one. The, anytime, but, but it's, the it's less forgivable. Anytime, it's less forgivable on prime ticket because that's the home team's broadcast. TNT is supposed to be unbiased and supposed to be impartial, so you, you would think they have to make it interesting and, and talk about both teams. But when you're watching Prime Ticket, I'm not watching it for OKC knowledge, for example. I only want Clipper stats, Clipper highlights. I only want Clipper replays. If anything, they should just they should pixelate the opposing team. If it was up to me. <laughs> Listen, I don't mind them talking about the other team. So, I just can't stand listening so, to an entire broadcast listening to how right. great it was. But that is much so less drink common with Seaman. Every time the Clippers have a lead, so when the Clippers are in the lead, they have to be up. It could even be 2-0. But as long as the Clippers have a lead and the home broadcaster stroking is on the, the jock <laughs> of the opposing team. Okay, I love it. Okay, They're on opponents. their jock. Yeah, what's opponents your next, jock. What's right. your next one? Very simple. And, and by the way, did you notice how often the and, and with Seaman is like being gracious, but all they talked about was how hard these Oklahoma City Thunder players play. And by the way, it's very fascinating that yes. they have thirty six first and second round picks over the next seven years. Thirty six yes. of them. They're and it makes sense to talk about the picks that they've picked in the past because they have been great because they did pick Durant and Westbrook and Harden, but they weren't able to keep those three guys. So so anytime everyone talks about how great Presti is, I'm like, well, how great is he? Because he can't keep these guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so mine is very simple. I believe this is right now the Brian Seaman catchphrase du jour. Every time Seaman says, hello, nasty drink. Oh, I like that. That yeah. You didn't have that? No, I didn't have that. Oh, this is great. All right, so that's two rules, uh, including uh, – that's three rules, I guess, including you must be watching the the, the Clippers home broadcast. Uh, I think, All right, go on l- Listen, I think we can make that not a rule so much as here's the Clippers clipcast drinking game when right. you're watching a Brian Seaman call game. But whatever, yes. we can leave it on there. Um, my next one is still Seaman-related, and I think probably the la- – it's my last – semen related game because he's not sanctioned okay. this drinking game this is this is done without discussing it well, with him it's he doesn't when, he doesn't really party that guy he doesn't really get after it it's whenever brian semen makes a great pun or joke and his co-host doesn't get it or doesn't appreciate it there's so oh, many that's times way more he, that's way more pre- prevalent with jim jackson jim jackson everything goes right over that guy's head well i i have not noticed that but i believe you <laughs> I mean, there were times where right. Siemens making so, cracking jokes. And I have like, a Siemen pun related rule. Should what I is skip it? to it now? No, no, no. Okay. What is it? Because it may be better. Uh, I was going to say anytime Seams makes a coffee pun drink. You know what? How would you feel about dropping mine and keeping yours? I'm not that married to like people not getting it. 
Great. Yeah, Great. that's pretty vague, too, because that's up to interpretation, whereas it's pretty obvious when he's making his coffee puns. Agree. So uh, <laughs> I got I got my next one. Talk to me. Whenever whenever a team gets 69 points. Holler. So holler. Obvious. I was going to say anytime any team gets 69, you have to get up and dance. <laughs> oh, you but have to drink. drink. I like, it's a drinking game. It's not a dancing game. It's a drinking game. Yeah, it's a drinking game, not a dancing game. Uh, what, what's your next one? <laughs> Anytime Brian Seaman says, and the band sings hallelujah, drink. Because it, it makes no sense. <laughs> and he says it often. And the band sings hallelujah. Like, when does a band ever sing? A choir Bands sings sing. hallelujah. That's a good point. <laughs> a band a isn't point. like, hey, play Freebird. No, actually play the hallelujah chorus by Handel. Like, no band plays hallelujah but anyway anytime semen says and the band sings hallelujah mm. drink you think that's better than hello nasty you think no, it, it's, you think we need no, them no, both no 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 you think we need you them both? both you get you need them both all right i'm not gonna both. argue with you uh uh anytime the clippers uh hit a buzzer beater any oh, any it. any quarter or the end of the game buzzer beater, yes or, or shot clock or shot clock no 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 buzzer beater end of court end of oh, quarter buzzer beater wow we are really at ends over this no it's just the way it is. that's just the way <laughs> it is there, i would i would argue that the shot clock beating the shot clock when the shot clock goes off is a buzzer beater because that 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 is a buzz and that is a horn that goes off because we we heard it a lot yesterday because Shea Gilgis could not beat the shot clock multiple times. He really times. couldn't. He really couldn't. Okay, we'll just call it a buzzer beater, and whoever plays, they can make it their own interpretation. I, so. I love it. Okay, it's not a contest. Every time Nicholas Batum sinks a corner three, it's got to be in the corner. Got to be in the corner. Drink. Wow, people are gonna get hammered. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Consult your local physician if you ever play this game. Um, how about if somebody? Fall, um, I was gonna. My I had one. That's, that was originally drink whenever Pat Beverly gets mad that a foul he made shouldn't have been called a foul, even though it's clearly a foul. Uh, but that feels, feels a little Up to interpretation. It feels a little silly. How about whenever anyone uh, fouls out? Oh, sure. Anyone fouls out. And you have. I mean, one, one could argue that if someone fouls out, you should stop playing the game. Because <laughs> usually they foul out pretty late. <laughs> no, <laughs> and you're, you're like, all right, all right. No, no, you should never no. stop. How no, about no. how about anytime anyone fouls out, you have to go make black coffee. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, I like it. Anybody, anytime anyone fouls out, drink. I love it. I love it. I love it. Great. Uh, what else you got? A block from either Ibaka or Zubak. It's got to be from the Chewbacca boys. So either one from Baka or Baka. Either of the Bach blocks. Ibaka, Zubak, block, drink. So any block from Zublaka or Ichubaka. <laughs> Drink a baka. <laughs> Drink a baka. Okay. Toss okay. one baka. If Toss you will. one baka. I like that. Toss one baka. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good that's a good. good name of the rule. That's yeah, like very that. good. How about whenever Kawhi Leonard smiles? Oh my god, you'll be sober as a judge. Uh, no, no, classically judges are a bunch of drunks. Oh, I know but what's fun about a, pick blinking, a sober drinking game judge. is you got to watch for it. You got to watch for <laughs> yeah. it. Anytime Kawhi smiles, drink. I love. My next one is about Kawhi. Anytime Kawhi dunks, drink cuz that he is such a fantastic in-game dunker. He is something to behold when he dunks that basketball. No, oh, I like that. I like that. Only enough. That's gross, dude. I know it's not. Don't burp right into the microphone. It's I didn't do it into the microphone, which is sad. Oh, Lord. I actually went away from the you microphone. You might be but sick. That's, 
I've you been, might I be might, sick. Um, I might a, need to call the team physician. Um, Dennis, I think his name is. No, no. That dude, what is his name? Darn it. I, I don't know. It's not. Dar- it's definitely not. Darn it. How about? He's um, handsome. He's a handsome fella, and he's been with the team the, a very long time. He's great. I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head. Um, it's Dennis. It's not Dennis. Um, how about whenever the cl- um, whenever I just wrote this down because I was feeling salty. Okay. Uh, what What about whenever a Clippers fan cries about we shouldn't have traded Shea Gilgis Alexander oh. for Paul how how how? <laughs> but that's so not like going to happen on the so, broadcast. It's not going to happen so, on the broadcast. That's what I'm saying. So like they if you're drink. if you're watching with a group, and anytime anyone complains that we traded Shea Gilgis Alexander for Paul George, P.S. Yeah. And to enable Kawhi Leonard, yeah. P.S. Oh, P.S. Uh. P.P.S. Post post P.P. Can we please Pee-pee. take a quick second? Hey, you're so mad. Are you sitting there at home mad listening to this because we gave up Shea Gilgis Alexander and a ton of picks? You, you, just, you just watched us whoop the butts of a team Off that of has OKC. all the picks. They have all the picks. They have yep. every pick. They got 36 picks. Is that what you want? That's what you're mad about, that we don't have that? You want to be a Shea Gilgis rebuilder? Did you see what it's like when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard play together? Did you see it? What they look like when they play together? You know that Doc Rivers wouldn't really play them together, right? No. Did you notice that? And also, they were on minutes minutes restrictions, and and Paul George was injured last year. And now Paul George is healthy, and now Kawhi's not on minutes restrictions, and they want to build the chemistry it's a beautiful one-two and, and punch, also, arguably the best in the NBA. And also, Clippers fan who's sad that we lost Shea Gilgis. I'm sorry I got so fired up just now. I just, well, I, I, th- I think that's the kind of Clipper fan that needs to be reprogrammed and just know we're not losers anymore. Some good, some good love. Okay, so I don't want to do that one about the Shea. I just had to get that in there just as a, as a oh, very Josh. Good, though. I like it. Was just it. A I like Josh. It. I like How about every time Pat Beverly flirts with a sideline reporter? <laughs> I lo- love it. Love it. Love it. Lurch. Anytime Brian Seaman calls Fratello the czar, drink. Fratello the czar. I love that nickname, by the way. It's one of it's the great greatest nickname. nicknames in sports. Okay. Uh, you could say. Um, I've only got two more rules. And this was great, by the way. This was a this was gangbusters. We got, we got 14 rules at this point. Uh, what's, your ne- what's your next rule? Well, I said my czar one. You got that. Yeah. Anytime... The Clippers law hit Lawler's law, okay? Not only do you have to drink, but you have to finish your drink. Ooh. Finish your drink. Because statistically, you believe we have finished the opponent. The opponent, exactly. Game over. Chug. Clippers. You might say you chug. Yes. Uh, and then I have one more rule left, Hank, for the Clippers definitive drinking game. Well, I have one as well, so let me give you mine, and let's let you bring, you know, bring in the... Bring it home, because this mm-hmm. is your idea. Um, drink every time the Clippers are up at the end of a quarter. Ah, oh, very good. Very strong. Very yeah. strong. Yeah, this, this season, just, you're getting a lot of, of drinks just basketball in. stuff, a lot of drinking. We're going we're gonna to have to pare this down. We'll kill people with this. this well, actually, this last rule is going to help with hangovers and help you. And always, always Uber or Lyft if you play the Clippers drinking game. And really, you should just play it in the comfort of your own home. Really, you have safe, to, because we're on lockdown. Wash your hands and mask up. Exactly. <laughs> Every time a team calls timeout, chug a pint glass of water. You're welcome, Clipper Nation. <laughs> For every timeout, you're going to give people, like, you're going to mess with you people's electrolytes. To... It's too much. A chug a pint glass? No, it is glass? not. You got to drink a whole pint glass of water. Trust me, you're going you're gonna to thank me the next day. 
That's that's the Chris, key. Chris, that's a professional drunk talking. Chris, that's like a dozen pint glasses of water. No, there's not a dozen timeouts in the game. There's ten. Good. You should have ten pint glasses of ten water. Ten pint drink glasses of water in three hours. That's out. That's outrageous. You, you know the body. Be, what's wrong with the body? Water? Is at least a hundred and one percent water margin of error. That's one, not Hank. true. What what what, what, I, I'm, what about just drink I, water? Do you not drink water when you booze? You gotta drink water when you booze, man. I, I don't often enough, and when I do, I'm always glad that I did because it makes all the difference. I, that's and here you are trying to poo-poo me saving the fans. No, I'm saying drink for the water, morning not after. a pint, not an entire pint glass of water is like a ton of water. Fine. How? Oh, fine. How about a cup of water? Just a drink. What, why water. not? Why not just drink water? No, no, no. One sip is not enough. Hank. Okay, drink a cup of water. Chug a cup of water. How about drink a chug of water? <laughs> chug <laughs> a drink of water. How about chug a cup of water that you chug a wa- drink of water out of a ch- chug cup? How about take a hit off of a bong? <laughs> and let's just put a feather uh, and the in clip, the cap. And if on the that Clippers one. and if the Clippers blow a twenty point lead, drink the rest of all the alcohol <laughs> of all the liquor have. in the liquor cabinet. Uh, just drink it. Uh, and of is... course, if the Clippers win, and the, of course, if the Clippers win the game, drink and dance and celebrate. That oh, was sure. the Clippers, Clippers win. I drinking that's... game. That was pretty fun, Hank. That's eighteen rules for the legal age of drinking, which I believe is eighteen. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Back when the Buffalo Braves played and their starting Haygard was Mike Fratello. In some Canadian provinces, I believe it is 18. In some of them, it's 19. Most Canadian Um, provinces. This is a solid list. I think that we should – we'll do a little massaging of the list. Sure. Uh, consensual, mas- consensual massaging of the list. Let's lower the lights and put on some nice music and massage massage this list a little. All right, so – Would you like me to read the list? Yeah, please read the definitive list, and then let's look ahead at our six-game road trip that we're about to embark upon. We're on a seven-game win streak. We are a very competent road team. As we said on last ClipCast, I think the road team has an advantage this year uniquely to all other seasons, so let's not fret our upcoming road trip. But, yes, let's go look back on the 18 definitive rules to the Clippers drinking game. All right, I'm going to move through these pretty quickly because we want to get to this, uh, our, our looking looking at it on the schedule. Uh, one, you must watch uh, Brian Seaman broadcast or his replacement if he's not available. Fox Sports Prime Tickets, pretty great place to start. Um, number two, you drink every time the commentators are glossing the other team while they are losing. Rule number three, every time Seaman says, hello, nasty, you drink. Four, every time Seaman makes a coffee pun, you drink. Five, you drink every time Seaman says the band sings hallelujah. Rule number six, every time one of the either team scores 69 points, you drink. Every time there's a buzzer beater shot made, drink. Every time Batum hits a corner three, you drink. Every time anyone fouls out, you drink. Any block from Zublaka or Ichubaka, you toss one baka. Every time Kawhi Leonard smiles, you drink. Every time he dunks, you drink. I mean, what if he dunks and he enjoys it so much he comes down and he smiles about it? Just think, that's two drinks. Every time Pat Beverly flirts with the sideline reporter. Every time Seaman calls Fratello the czar. Every time the Clippers are up at the end of a quarter. Every time they, every time the Clippers hit Lawler's Law, you finish your drink. You finish 
your drink at that point. Every time a team calls timeout, you drink a cup of water. You chug it from your pint glass. And on number 18 rule, every time the Clippers win, you drink. Oh, the Clippers and drink pour another. Game. Open a bar, bottle of champagne. That's what you ought to do. But you won't. Oh, of course, of course. Of oh, course. We're going to pop those bottles when we're champions. I'm going to pop a bottle of champagne when we make it to the conference finals. Then I'm going to pop another bottle of champagne when we are the Western Conference champions. And then I'm going to pop another champagne bottle when we are NBA champions. And it's all going to happen here in 2021. Oh, it's going to be a great year. All right, so looking ahead, Hank, we've got six road games. Tuesday at Atlanta, they are... One of the two over 500 teams we play, they're eight and seven. Obviously, I like the Clippers in that matchup. Oh, they're, I, think they're eight, I think they're eight and eight. Um, certainly, yes. Yeah, they lost today. Um, yeah, I, I like the Clippers. Why not? Eight and eight over Atlanta. It's easy to call that. Easy, easy. Now, uh, after Tuesday in Atlanta, day off Wednesday, and then we've got the Floridian two-step at Miami Thursday at Orlando Friday, both Floridian teams are under 500. I like us. Well, I like us too. I mean, what the, here's the one thing I like about Miami. They're six and nine, dude. <laughs> Sixty nine, dude. Drink. <laughs> uh, listen, both my both Miami. If you combine Miami, Orlando, and Atlanta as of the time we're recording this broadcast, if you combine them, they are combined for a five game losing streak. Mm. They are all on a losing dip right now in their old Southeast Conference, oh, um, dip. whatever it is. So, yeah, I do like the Clippers to, to make a little run through that that uh, swath of teams. And I'm not very worried about the travel. And also, those are short trips. Once they get to Atlanta, the only thing they play on that Tuesday. Does... That's a back-to-back Miami to Orlando. That's the other yes, thing, it is. thing to look It's at. a Floridian back-to-back. Uh, the only place in... On planet Earth, where crocodiles and alligators coexist naturally, so be careful out there. You got to be careful out there. And then the thing that can, of course, the crocodiles and the alligators coexisting naturally definitely scares me. But the only thing that scares me about the travel is over there. We go there Sunday. We got a day off Monday, and then Tuesday we're in New York City. All right, two games, three days over there. So I worry that the guys maybe party too hard. Marcus Morris going back to New York City. Uh, we got Sunday Knickerbockers there under 500. And then Tuesday, obviously, we got to talk about Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, listen, but listen, like, don't sleep on the Knicks. Like, Julius Randle is averaging a double double. He's averaging 22 points, he's averaging 11 rebounds. Um, I like the Clippers just because it's Madison Square Garden. It's, you know, the arena that all NBA players love to play in. So I like the Clippers in Madison Square well, Garden. We're going to beat them. I'm just saying don't sleep on the Knicks. Yeah, no, just don't yeah, sleep well, on them. I just, it's the city that never sleeps, so you can't. And then Monday we have the day off, which scares me. And then Tuesday at Brooklyn, first day of a back-to-back Wednesday, that's Cleveland, and they're playing 500 basketball. So the two best teams that we face are last in a back-to-back at Brooklyn, at Cleveland, that one was into the Gross. mic, and I'm sorry. I apologize. I've been playing the Clippers drinking game. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Were you drinking every time we made a rule? You're not the boss of me, Hank. You, look, oh, I don't want you to know I'm not in Burbank, so you don't. You don't lord <laughs> if you over were, me, if Mr. you were in Burbank, you're, right? I'm not there though. I'm Whenever not in your hot you're tub, here. Hank. You know, you know. It's interesting. Listen, obviously, we could, it's easy to say that the Brooklyn Nets are the team to watch out for. It's a finals preview. A lot That's of people call that the NBA preview. finals they're preview. Ten, they're ten and out, ten and eight. They are, however, 
in the games since James Harden joined, allowing 127 points a game. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that versus Um, the Clippers. So, you know, and we, uh, despite what you are seeing in the last couple of games, have a very high league leading or or at least league very high uh, three-point percentage. We're shooting yes. really nicely from three. So if we get hot. I think we probably hold it even though we shot not so great from three yesterday. I think we're still number one. But, yes, we are definitely one of, if not the elite, three-point shooting team of the NBA. Yeah. So we're going to have to see. I mean, they're, they're also, P.S., making 120 points a game. Um, they're second in the league in points. Um, but they're 27th in the league in points allowed. Like they're averaging one hundred, wow. they're averaging one hundred and twenty-seven points allowed since Harden joined. But on this season, they're allowing one hundred and sixteen. So they're allowing even more points since since Harden joined. Are and you look, happy if? Here's the thing. I'm happy. P.S. If we go five and one on a six-game roadie. Oh my gosh! Ecstatic. Yes. I'm obviously thrilled if we continue the win streak and come back home thirteen games win streak. Obviously, I'm elated. I'm dancing on the roof. Sure. Are you are you happy with an over five hundred road trip? Are you happy if we go four and two? Yeah, I am, Chris. I mean, I, we we both know that we very very desperately want to have the one seed going into the playoffs, right? That's what yes, we sir. want. We've talked about that off the air. We haven't talked about that on the air, and we've been we're. Coming, I want Utah and the L word to duke it out in round two. And same, it, same. You know, um, but but you know, it doesn't change the fact that we're you do go on the road and you are not staying at home and you are staying in hotels and also the road life isn't quite as fun as it was. I can, we've talked about this before in the well, cast. I, like, I have a feeling these guys can find fun if they're looking for it. Uh, maybe in Florida maybe. and New York. Whoa, whoa. But also, aren't there NBA rules in place where you have to stay in your room and you can't have non-team guests oh, in maybe your room? Maybe that's why the road teams are doing so well, well these season. well these are newer restrictions in the last couple of weeks and if oh, there's, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of shutdowns there was yeah. a couple there's a game yesterday grizzlies game got postponed i'm pretty sure um yeah so i don't i don't know i there's the part like i can say again from being on set during the pandemic it's less fun being on set you're not allowed to sit around and chat with people you don't get the same delicious catered right. food it's literally food in a box you you called clippers i gotta games, be honest though and the it's clippers food in a box. boxed the box the boxed supper that they gave it was you. great Ah, oh, pretzel bread, turkey sandwich. Oh, come on. A beautiful sugar cookie. The potato salad was fantastic. You like a potato salad. I do salad, too. Macaroni. I don't even I don't even like macaroni salad that much, but it was delicious. Oh man, and I then, do. And then a uh I, I don't know if it was a Washington apple, but it was a delicious apple. I, I I loved my boxed supper that was given to me by the Clippers. Very and it was free. Fu 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 free. Well, I you know how I feel about things that are free. I enjoy them. I think five and one. Um, is probably a pretty good call to make for the road trip. I think it wouldn't. Oh, I'm going six and zero. Oh, it wouldn't surprise you know. me if we went four and two, but I think we can go five and one. But a but. So you but yes a but yes uh, yes. This is all contingent on what we find out tomorrow and in coming sure. days about Paul George and Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly, it's just knee soreness. Right. Um. But right now would be the time for Paul George to need to, you know, rest up a little bit cuz Kawhi Leonard has the hot hand. If this was 2 weeks ago when Paul George was was the one with the hot hand, I'd be more freaked out. Isn't that interesting? Like we talked about Kawhi's team, Paul George's team, whose team is it? But we're actually it might just honestly be a matter of who's hot and who matches up against whichever team star we're playing. This is going to be very fun. But if those guys are if those guys are healthy, I think we can easily go 5 and 1 on this road trip. 
Absolutely. And I would obviously love a 6-0. And I like the fact that you would be happy with an over 500 road trip of 4-2. and two. That, that actually makes me happy because it's been a while since we've fallen. And, you know, unfortunately, you go on Clippers Twitter because it's just the most fun thing ever, NBA Twitter. And really, people lose their minds after every loss. So if we ever lose again, which I don't think we will, but we might, God forbid... Remember, apparently you can't win them all. We're not going to be 72-0. The best we could possibly be is 68-4. and But if we are to fall again, remember this win streak. And remember, it's okay. There's always another game. Chris, what do you always say about NBA basketball? Streaky, streaky, streaky NBA, NBA basketball. basketball. So, so, you know, streaky. there's there's ups and downs, there's win streaks, there's losing streaks. We are not in the we are not in the habit of going in losing streaks. We're not in the habit of back-to-back losses. So, um and and also we are now seeing the benefit of a coach who doesn't just let them play it out. There's only one aspect of the NBA game that it makes sense to let somebody continue to do the same thing until it fixes itself and that is shooting if you are a shooter. And other than that, you have to make adjustments. And we're just seeing Ty Lue, like, it, I really I really underplayed him off the air about like, well, yeah. you know, yeah, I won a championship with LeBron James. LeBron, everyone was He's like, well, everyone was saying, well, LeBron James is the coach. Ty Lue is a really great coach. And the yeah. adjustments making, I love this touch the paint offense rule did you have you been hearing seaman talk about that it's like talk to me about it every time they cross the half court line before somebody shoots they the ball someone holding the ball has to touch the painted area sick and so you will watch guys you will watch guys come in and just drive it to the paint just to kick it back and it it creates more passes it creates more ball movement it breaks down defenses I mean, it's really amazing. It's amazing. And, yeah. we're, you know, we're starting to see some of the triangle. I love it. I love I, it. I love it. I could go on for an hour, but we should. I was watching Miami lose to Brooklyn, and they made it a very interesting game. But I was thinking, my God, Eric Spolstra is a great coach. He yeah. obviously won two Underrated. titles with LeBron and yeah. crew. And then he got his Miami Heat to the finals last season in the bubble, which no one saw. And me thinking of how wonderful Eric Spolstra is as a coach got me thinking how wonderful Ty Lue is as a coach. So these guys that LeBron, you know, LeBron gets coaches fired, okay? So he obviously is getting along with Vagel or Vogel or whatever his name is, and he didn't get Spolstra fired. And I guess he got Ty Lue fired, right? I can't, I honestly, yeah, right? Didn't he? I, I guess. Yes. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know either. But Ty Lue got Cleveland to the finals with LeBron three years in a row. He won a championship there. They were down 3-1. They came back. We all know the story. If Ty Lue can get the Clippers to the Western Conference Finals, just the Western Conference Finals, then he's in Spolstra category to me as a world-class unsung hero coach. So I, I, I was very impressed with Spolstra getting Miami Heat to the finals. Yes, the East is a little bit easier than the West. But if Ty Lue can get the Clippers to where they've never been before, then Ty Lue is right up there with Eric Spolstra in my book as an unsung hero of coaches that does not get the kind of street cred that a Doc Rivers gets, well, that listen, a Pop gets, that Chris, a what's-his-name-in-Dallas gets. I have, a, I have a bone to pick with you. 
Please do. Um, because as I enjoy because, this drink, because I because I wouldn't say I wouldn't say if Ty Lue can do that. I would say when. Doot, doot. Toot, toot. Toot, oh, he's definitely toot, getting a man. man. He's not going anywhere. He's got not a five-year contract, Not if he can I take believe. him to the conference finals. Not if he can take him to the finals. Toronto is going to do it. It's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to do it. It's yeah. going to happen. And then and then Kawhi in the offseason is going to sign a big old fat contract. We can all just breathe easier. All right, well, what a great episode. I think it's one of our best episodes. And I, I don't just say that every episode, but I do say it after every Clipcast. I think, God, that was probably the best episode we ever had. I really had a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, we went over our usual 48 minutes because we were just having too much well, we're fun. In OT, so we're in overtime. We're in OT. So if you don't mind, please, Hank, I, I, uh, I just if you could if uh, if you if you could just sound uh, just a more subdued horn and just a quiet. I just been I just you know I just I just need you to just really just. All right, here goes. Here goes. Nice and subdued. Here goes. That's a foul! Call it, Ram! Doot doot!